2: Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ TV channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGB TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner cable 503 in New York City. If you like to more, no, no, no information about our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety. Be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the Gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with a sign on the roof of the temple Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kali for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Doc Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late Chief Pastor William M. Hans, Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, in the shuttings, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer, or someone to pray over you please don't hesitate to call the number look designated at the conclusion of the telecast in first corinthians 11:24, 24 it reads and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me we partake of the lord's supper service in remembrance of jesus every first sunday of each month at our Mother Church and on the second Sunday at our Kamiki Branch Church. Our church choir, under the direction of Emilia Han, will sing the uplifting and heartwarming song entitled, Communion. Accompanying them will be Edith Matsuki on the piano and Poha Carter on the organ. in the year, as the members of our church band under the leadership of Head Pastor Billy Hunt Jr., performed a beautiful, ever-popular song entitled, In the Guardian, a song that depicts dupl- the assurance and comfort of God's love. In this sin-cursed, make care world, we are faced with problems and situations which sometimes we cannot handle, but the answer, viewers, are simple. Our soloist, Sherilyn LeBing, we delight you with this encouraging song entitled, God Will Take Care of You. Accompanying Sherilyn will be her husband, Marvin, on the bass, trustee associate pastor Edwin Sprose Sr., and Mason Asano, Sr., on the guitars, and head pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., on the piano. Bless me. Church CHOIR, will LOOK FORWARD TO THE DAY WHEN THEY, TOO, WILL BE ABLE TO SING AMONG THE ANGELS IN THE PRESENCE OF JESUS IN THIS UPLIFTING SONG ENTITLED, LOOK FOR ME AROUND THE THRONE. WORDS WILL BE PROVIDED FOR YOU TO SING ALONG WITH THE CHOIR. ENJOY. As mentioned in Colossians 2.9, for in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And in Hebrews 13 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. It's heartening to know that Jesus is there, viewers. Whenever we need him, our instrumentalist Seneca Rose Hahn will play for us this moving number entitled Down from His Glory. The sign upon our rooftop, Jesus coming soon, is a true statement that will quickly come upon us. We must prepare ourselves and be ready to receive our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Husband and wife duet, Associate Pastor Timothy and Emilia Hahn, Sr., will sing this wonderful song entitled, Jesus is coming soon. It is such an honor and pleasure to dedicate this inspiring number to Mrs. Eleanor Holt, whose faithfulness in Jesus Christ and standing with him since the beginning to the test of time. May Jesus continue to strengthen and bless you daily as you continue to walk with Him.
3: Troublesome sometimes are here, filling men's hearts with fear. Freedom will all dare, now is that stair. Bring your heart to God saves from the chastening rod. Seek the way pilgrims trod, Christians, away. Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. Many will be Trumpets will Trumpets sound. Is sound All of the dead shall rise, right to in, in the, the skies, going where, going no, where one no one, one dies, heavenward bound, love of so many. Is God's word is told, evils abound. When these signs come to pass, nearing the end at last, it will come very fast, trumpets will sound is coming soon, morning or night, night or noon, many will many meet their doom, trumpets will trumpets are. will sound. All of the dead shall rise, righteous be in, in the sky, Troubles will soon be o'er, happy forevermore. When we meet on that shore, free from all care, rising up in the sky, telling this world goodbye. Homeward will then will fly, glory to share.
1: Good morning, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor, Edmund Sprode, Sr. And at this time, I would like to take a moment to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental U.S. for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, the feast telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ TV Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner cable channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At Akamaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kaunukakai, Moloka'i, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinlo in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Waasano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Aspera in Balogo, Pecawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Aspera in President Rojas, Cotabato Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however. If you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Thank you. At this time, I return you to Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Melvin?
2: Thank you, Edwin. We born-again Christians believe that God's promise is a yea and amen. Therefore, His promise to return in clouds of glory for His own is not a question of His coming His returning, but rather, when is He coming back to translate us to our journeys and eternal life in God's kingdom. Therefore, I sincerely ask the Lord that the message I have entitled, Baptism in the name of Jesus Christ will cause you to seize the moment to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. In fact, I implore all of you, don't delay it, dismiss opportunity. The pathway to Jesus Christ is the narrow and straight gate, and for some it may appear to be difficult. On the other hand, the broad and wide gate leads directly to destruction. Choosing broad, wide gate is an irreversible. Irre- irreversible, distressful faith, especially when they hear the Lord Jesus Christ say at the judgment, Depart from me, I know you not. We encourage you to sincerely consider this choice between life and death and immediately pursue the salvation of your soul. The first sin occurred in the Garden of Eden when Eve was tempted by the serpent to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. She did eat and then gave it to her husband Adam who also ate of the fruit and they both estranged themselves from their God who had created them. The act of sinful disobedience was passed down to all generations that followed, and everyone born into this world naturally inherits this sinful nature. This sinful nature carried the severe consequence of death. Death is no respect of persons, whether they are newborn infants or morally sound people. That, therefore, is universally applied because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. However, the Lord Jesus Christ prepared the way of escape Jesus Christ was born into this world to die to pay the price of the cross of Calvary for our sins of all mankind. In the beginning, when sin was rampant upon the earth, the Lord Jesus Christ chose to cleanse the earth by water, and in spite of His wrath towards men, He provided a way of escape. He sent Noah, a God-fearing man, to preach the gospel for 120 years as a warning of impending flood. During the time of his preaching ministry, Noah was instructed to build an ark. Despite of the mocking, scoffing, and persecution he had to endure, as the ark drew to completion, the Lord Jesus Christ sent the deluge of water, and only eight souls who entered into the ark were saved by water. First Peter chapter three verses twenty to twenty one gives this account, which sometimes were disobedient, when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was preparing, wherein few, that is eight souls, were saved by water. The like figure we are on, even baptism doth also now save us, not to put in the way of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Outside of Christianity, there is no other offer of true salvation that includes forgiveness of sins, redemption, and eternal life. Many religions and institutions in this world offer a service, and that is exactly what it is, just a religious service. The focus and center point of these institutions dwells with caring for the inner self of mankind rather than seeking the salvation of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In many cases, the word sin or disobedience to the known will of God does not exist. Instead, rehabilitation, self-control, inner conflict, inner peace, etc. are the commonly used terms of reference. In essence, they attempt to reteach ways to achieve perfect living in this sinful world. However, for those of us who are God's true born-again believers, we believe that this world is not our home and we look for a city whose builder and maker is God. Throughout God's holy word, the Bible, Jesus is referred to as Christ, Messiah, or the Anointed One. These titles all point to Savior of all mankind, namely, Jesus Christ. Through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross, He was able to bring mankind back into the presence of God. In addition, to His resurrection from the dead, hell, and the grave, Jesus Christ promises His believers the same eternal life. Paul often explains the ultimate price Jesus Christ paid for sin to reconcile or to bring mankind back again from eternal damnation. Therefore, the soul of mankind that was lost in the beginning because of sin, Jesus Christ retrieved us through our faith in His sacrifice for sin upon the cross. The soul of mankind is destined to be lost unless mankind accepts Jesus Christ as his personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Redemption can be claimed only by believing on the sacrifice made by Jesus Christ, who shed his blood and bloody for all races and cultures. However, it is a personal choice on the part of every man, woman, and child to become, come to Jesus Christ and accept his plan of salvation. Matthew 6:33 encourages but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Jesus Christ promised His disciples that He will return for His church, the body of Christ. He resurrected from the grave, and after 40 days upon the earth, He ascended into heaven, confirming His promise, victory over death, hell, and the grave. By accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord, we learn the privilege to share in God's promise of everlasting life in His heavenly kingdom. Hence. We can claim with complete confidence these God-given promises, because with Jesus Christ, all things are possible. Our ticket to participate in the rapture with Jesus Christ and His saints requires that we first accept salvation in Jesus Christ by being baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with His Holy Spirit. This first step removes the sin in the sinner of His world and they become new creatures in Christ Jesus, who is the giver of life eternal. Matthew seven twenty one to 23 tells us, Not all, even one that said unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. This parable describes those who mistakenly worship what they expected to be correct, but in the end, they will hear Jesus Christ say, Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Another example is described when God's Word reached the ears of Cornelius and his household, who heard it and immediately rejoiced and were filled with the Holy Ghost. Peter witnessed this event in Acts 10, 46 to 48, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days clearly. We can see, dear television viewers, that to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ is the only God-given method to receive remission of sins. Romans 5, 8 to 10 also reads, But God commanded His love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through Him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. We read the example of Nicodemus who came to Jesus Amen, personally, about the wonderful miracles that He has performed. Jesus Christ simply said to Nicodemus in John 3, 5, Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. In verses 6 through the seventh, it reads, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, he must be born again. Two things are mentioned by Jesus Christ, first, to be born of water, which means to be baptized by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ, and secondly, to be born of the Spirit, which means to be filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in an unknown tongue, as the evidence that we have been filled with his Spirit. Mark 16, verses 16 to 18 instructs everyone to be baptized. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. The Lord Jesus Christ confirms His word to His believers with the new tongues, healing, signs, and wonders to re- witness the presence of God's Holy Spirit. 1 John five, ten, eleven, 11, and 20 also teaches us he that believed on the Son of God had the witness in himself. He that believed not God had made him a liar, because he believed not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record that God had given us to us, eternal life, and this life is in his Son. And we know that the Son of God is come and had given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God, and eternal life. Many today are zealous for righteousness, but their works fall short of the glory of God in obeying God's word, commandments, to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. We read in Acts 18, 24 to 26, and a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandra, an eloquent man and mighty in scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the Spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom, when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him into them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. The Lord Jesus Christ used Aquila and Priscilla to speak with Apollos concerning the fullness of the gospel. In his preachings, there was no mention of baptism in the name of Jesus Christ or receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost or even everlasting life. They summoned Apollos to join them, and they were able to enlighten his understanding regarding the gospel of the kingdom of God. In other words, Apollos only had a limited knowledge of the Scriptures until he met Aquila and Priscilla. No one ever told him of the fullness of Jesus Christ. Following that meeting, Apollos went on to be a loyal worker with Paul and his work in Christ Jesus made a huge impact on the church in Corinth. Reading on in Acts 19, verses 1 to 7, And it came to pass that while Paulus was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and certain disciples. And he said unto him, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost, And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that should believe on him, which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about twelve and the apostles went throughout the cities and countries. They encountered believers such as these who had yet to be baptized in the name of Christ Jesus. So it is today, some of you listening to this telecast may not have been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and therefore you should do so immediately. The Lord Jesus Christ has a purpose in all things, and today He is speaking to you to be baptized correctly in the name of Jesus Christ. Philip moved by God's Holy Spirit, approached the Ethiopian eunuch and opened his understanding of the Scriptures, and he too was baptized within the Christian realm. The deity of Jesus Christ mandates that everyone must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. In every case in the Bible, everyone was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, proving the fact that God's Word is truth. Acts 2.38 deliberates God's commandments then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance is godly sorrowful sin, which identifies that we have a deep, heartfelt remorse for our shortcomings and sinful nature. Therefore, when we ask Jesus Christ for repentance, we are seeking another chance to make things spiritually right in His sight. 2 Corinthians 7 to 9 relates, now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry, but ye sorrowed to repentance, for ye were made sorry after a godly manner, that ye might receive damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. We pray, dear television viewers, that you now understand the difference between just knowing Lord the Lord Jesus Christ and knowing him because you have been baptized in his name, and have been filled with His Holy Spirit. In this way, you truly are obeying His commandments regarding water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit. Baptism in the name of Jesus Christ provides the believer remission of sins and the promise to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Doing so, you become complete in Christ Jesus. Acts 4.12 finalizes the reason why everyone should be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ provides you the family name of Jesus, and you will inherit the promise of eternal life. You are now ready to walk and live in a life above sin, waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, this is not my word, but this is God's word that tells both you and me to be baptized accordingly. God's word will lead you and me down the straight and narrow pathway that leads to everlasting life in heaven above. Matthew 28, verses 18 to 19 declares, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. This familiar scripture serves as a pointer to name Jesus as the name of the Father, Jesus as the name of the Son, and Jesus as the name of the Holy Ghost. 1 John 5, 7 confirms the above scripture, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. John 10, 30 gives us the words of Jesus Christ Himself, I and my Father are one. The angel of God instructed Joseph and Mary to call His name Jesus, for He shall save His people from their sins. Furthermore, in John 1st chapter, verses 1 and 2 and 14, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth." It is spiritually important to say every prophecy, parable, and miracle in the Bible points to Jesus Christ as the coming Messiah. Therefore, here in Apostolic Faith Church in Hawaii and in the Philippine Islands, we fully believe in the name of Jesus Christ as the only saving name. In Ephesians 4, verses 4 to 6, it reads, There is one body, one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, who is above all and through all and in you all. The Lord Jesus Christ has made His plan of salvation very simple. He designed it to suit everyone every walk of life every level of education race and culture the simplicity of the gospel in christ jesus was simplified when he paid the price for your sins and my sins on the cross at calvary therefore we now can enter once again into his spiritual presence by being baptized in the name of jesus christ and being filled with his holy spirit second peter Chapter 1, verses 20 to 21 reads, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but by holy man of God, spake, as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The many authors of the books in the Bible wrote the Scriptures, and every book, chapter, verse, and letter points to Jesus Christ as our Savior, Master and Lord. Amen. If you'd like to know more about the Word and the church and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, expressing my sincere appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you in the hollow of His hand. The church band will close today's telecast with the song entitled, At Calvary.